You're listening to the Sex Life Unleashed podcast, the show that combines personal development strategies and practical advice to unleash your sex life. I'm Dr. Stephen DeWitt, and with over a decade of experience as a sexologist, I've helped hundreds of women create the best sex of their lives, and I want to do the same for you. If you want to turn obstacles into opportunities, and hopefully into some amazing orgasms, you're in the right place, because the best sex of your life is still to come. I'm excited about this episode, because I actually want your thoughts, and I have an invitation for you. So today's going to be a little bit of a different type of episode. Usually I'm sharing my ideas, my wisdom, and expertise with you. But I also get a lot of questions like, hey, Stephen, why are you doing what you do? Why do you work with women only? How did you get here? So today I'm going to share a little bit about the last couple of years for me and where I'm at and excited to share with you what I'm up to now. So let's rewind to March 2020. Now, it was a scary time for lots of us. I call it a sphincter-clenching time in my life. Now, before that, I was doing a lot of speaking around North America on the topic of normalization, destigmatization, and sexual empowerment. I had a private practice that was thriving, and I had some great partnerships. And then COVID hit, and everything overnight disappeared. There was no more speaking. There weren't any conferences and conventions. And people weren't concerned about their sex lives. So my private practice evaporated. People were more focused on their financial well-being, their health, the health of their family, their loved ones, and just generally trying to figure out what was happening in the world. And I was sitting there like, holy geez, what do I do? How do I keep doing what I love to do and what I'm drawn to and what I have so much excitement and enjoyment with? I was stuck. Now, I live in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and there was something called CERB, C-E-R-B, the Canadian Emergency Relief Benefit. I think that's what it was called. I just pulled that out of my head. And I applied for that, and it was financial support. So I got that until I figured out what was going on in the world. And then almost magically, my world shifted and it all went online. And I was hired to be part of some great partnerships, specifically with an organization called jasmine.com, J-A-S-M-I-N.com. And I was their resident sex expert. It was so much fun. I got to go live twice a week, talk about topics that I was passionate about. I got to post pictures and videos and notes. And it was so much fun working in that partnership for me. And that led me to a place where I could actually take a breath in my business. (sighs) I could take some time. It gave me cause to pause where I wasn't hustling, grinding, grinding, hustling, grinding, grinding. And I've been doing that for the last decade and building and building the business. This opportunity was something that allowed me some flexibility. It allowed me to think about who I wanted to be, who I wanted to work with, how I wanted to work with them and what I wanted my life to look like. Because up until that point, I just finished with my doctor and I was like, okay, I'm Dr. DeWitt. This is what I have to do. I have to go do this, 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 this. And I had this very professional, almost two-dimensional part of who I was. And I wasn't the expressive, dancing, dressing up, fun kind of guy that you see on TikTok or Instagram that pushes envelopes. 
And so this opportunity gave me some time to think about, hey, I, I want to be myself. Now, don't get me wrong, dressing up in suit and tie, that got me places. It opened doors for me. I spoke at some phenomenal conferences. I spoke at medical conferences. I spoke at the Million Dollar Roundtable Conference. I got flown around North America. But it was a fractal derivative of myself. I couldn't really be free. And that's what I want people to do. I want people to be free. With this partnership, jasmine.com, they were totally like, Stephen, just be more of yourself, lean into that, have more fun, be more expressive. And for the first time in my life, I was like, holy smokes, I can actually be myself and people will like that and resonate with that and heck, some people won't and that's okay too. So I was really clear that I just wanted to be free to be myself. Then that second question came up of who do I want to work with? Now I had built a successful practice for the last decade, but what had always resonated with me and who I have always resonated with were women. Even to this day, my DMs, my emails are from women asking for advice, wanting to work together and sharing what they were struggling with. And even from years past working with women, having them reaching out to me again and sharing, hey, Steven, the experience that I had with you has allowed me to feel more confident in myself, set boundaries, really understand what works for me, being able to ask for what I want and feel good about myself in my body right now. And getting this message, these messages just lit me up. So I was sitting there thinking to myself, well, why am I working with men? Why am I working with couples when who I really love working with and who loves working with me is women? I remember a couple of years ago, I was speaking at a conference and I was doing two sessions and one was geared towards women and one was geared towards men. And it was open, you know, anybody could come, however they identified, but there was definitely a slant towards um, you know the two binaries of the genders. And so I did one for women and it was packed. There was like 70 women in the room. They were loving it. They were interactive. They were laughing. Afterwards, they were coming up. They were buying my book. They wanted more. They're like, Stephen, where's your podcast? I want to listen. And then I did one for men. And it was, it was probably about 80% the same kind of content. And there was like 15 men in the room. And they sat there and they were quiet, and they didn't engage, and afterwards they kind of slunk out. And I was like, man, I love working with women. So then obviously my self-doubt kicks in. And I'm in this place of, well, who am I? The last thing women want is a guy mansplaining sex to them. Especially, I'm all the things. I'm white, I'm able-bodied, I'm educated, come from a good background, I was raised Catholic, like I'm all the things. Who am I to do this? I sat down and, and gave it some thought and I talked to other people in this space. And the first thing that came up, I've already shared, is I resonate with women and women resonate with me and how I show up in the world. The other thing for me that was obvious is women consume 90% of sex education that's out there. Now, generally speaking, men, and I can speak as a man, we have this mentality, and I used to have this mentality of, I have the biggest penis, I always please my partner, I know exactly what to do, I'm always ready for sex. So much of the male identity is tied up in their sexuality, 
and in their penis and performance, it's so difficult to get a man to be like, oh, I, I really, I want to learn about this. How do I learn from this? I, I want more information about that. Most men, that's far more difficult to get through. Where women, generally speaking, they want to learn something. They want to grow. They want to learn how to show up differently, how to transform their sex life. And that was just something that was just easy. It's like, hey, why do I go the, the difficult route working with men or couples where I can work with women who are far more open and wanting to learn? It was just a natural fit for me. The other thing in my private practice that I noticed is when working with couples, it was always the woman that was taking the lead. It was the woman that was so much more open to creating something with their partner on learning and growing with their partner. It just struck with me, if I could just work with women, it'd just be a lot more fun and a lot easier. And then there was this one day when I was on a walk and there was this bus stop and I can't remember exactly who it was for, but it said, if you educate a woman, you educate a village. And I was struck with that. And I thought, hey, if I'm out to alter how people think and communicate about sex and live an empowered life sexually and have relationships that work, if I work with women, they are far more likely to share that wisdom with other people in their life. It's that trickle down effect. Women are the ones that have the capacity to share with their partners, to create that safe space for conversations. And they can also share with the little ones in their life. If that's a niece or nephew or a son or daughter, they can interrupt that generational misinformation, that guilt and shame that's passed down from one generation to the next. And that for me gave me so much excitement. Like, holy smokes, if I want to do this, if I want to make a difference, working with women is just the natural answer for me. The last thing, and this was actually given to me by one of my mentors named Jessica Pettit. And she said, Stephen, it's time that someone who looks like you and has the privilege that you have to start standing up and speaking. Because everybody who's standing up and speaking about this looks like me. And Jessica's this amazing speaker. She identifies as a woman. There's all these women standing up and speaking, but she's like, there's a time that someone that looks like you and sounds like you to stand up and speak. And that time is now. When Jessica said that, it hit me and it stuck with me to this day. I was finally at that point to say, okay, I'm going to work with women and women only. And then I got this email that came into my inbox and it was from a national men's health clinic that wanted to partner with me. And the old version of me would have been like, oh, this is great. I get to align myself with medical professionals. They have a marketing budget. They can afford this. This is the direction that I want to go. And I eventually had to sit down and write them an email and say, listen, I appreciate this opportunity and thank you for reaching out and having some conversation with me, but I'm only working with women. And that took a lot for me. There's a lot of sleepless nights ahead of that, a lot of conversations, but I need to be true to myself and say, this is what I want and this is the direction. And they were great with it. They emailed me back and said, we're disappointed, but we appreciate where you're at and maybe in the future we can work together. This was like this whole world coming together, the past version of myself and the new version of myself that I'm creating. And I was just like, no, I want to be myself. I want to be expressive. I want to work with women. And then I was like, okay, how do I do this? I have to go through a whole rebrand of my business. 
I have to change everything, my website, my marketing, everything that's out there to, to, to be this new, more expressive, fun, authentic version of myself and to work with women. Fortunately, I had this amazing woman in my life. Her name's Rachel Colick. She's been my business guardian angel. She's a marketing guru. We sat down and said, let's do some focus groups. Let's talk to women about what resonates with them, what doesn't, what they like about what you're putting out there, areas to grow, what they want to see more of. So great. We set it up and I still remember it was on a Monday and I had put something out on social media uh, the Monday before and then it was Friday of that week. So the focus group was going to be in three days and I looked and there was one person who had signed up. So I said, okay. I need to amp this up. I did a story on Instagram, I did a reel, and I said, hey, I'm doing this focus group. I wanna talk to women who are facing challenges in their sex life. This is for a rebrand, whatever. And it blew up. I had over 50 women reach out to me and I only needed 10. So I was in this position and said, holy smokes, there's all these women that want to talk about sex. So I did the first focus group for 10 women and then I said, well, why not create a safe space for women to talk about sex? So I created the Navigating Sex and Sexuality events. And I think I did five of those at the beginning of this year. I did it every month. I'd pick a different topic. I'd open it up to women. Women from around the world joined in. And it was this fascinating place for the first time for a lot of women to hear from other women and to share authentically. There was laughter, there were some tears, but there was also this richness of women supporting women and contributing to each other. And even though their situations or their relationship or their age or their culture, religion was different, there was so much similarity and, and, and common themes of the struggles that they were having. Growing up in a world that told them that there was a right way to be sexual and they shouldn't want sex but if they didn't want sex enough then there was wrong and feeling silenced and suppressed these events were so rich for me and I got so much information and after these events I said what what's next for me what, what do I do so I did a full day event and that was sold out it was called the sex life accelerator experience and I took people through the sexual freedom system. It's what I wrote my book on and, and developing sexual self-awareness, sexual self-esteem, sexual empowerment, and then sexual self-expression that's authentic. And it was awesome. And people wanted more. But for me, that was an exhausting eight hours. It took a lot out of me. But women kept showing up, kept reaching out and saying, hey, Stephen, this is what I'm struggling with. I know there's stuff for me to learn and me to grow and me to heal, but how do I communicate with my partner? How do I create what I want? Some women struggling with orgasms. They can orgasm alone, but they can't orgasm with a partner. A lot of these women were stuck in a world of having performative sex rather than pleasurable sex. They were having sex for the purpose of pleasing their partner rather than getting in touch with themselves and owning their sexual power, finding confidence in their body and loving themselves for the woman that they were. I remember there was one woman working with her struck me. She'd reached out to me and she was single. She'd recently got out of a relationship and just said, hey Stephen, this is my time to explore. I've done all the right things in my life. I was the good girl, quote unquote, and I dated. I was a serial monogamist with different boyfriends in my life. And the last relationship lasted four years, but it just wasn't the right fit but I did all the right things. They actually got engaged before she called off the engagement. And she got on the relationship escalator of doing all the right things and just getting to a place and being like, hey, I don't, I don't wanna be here. This doesn't work for me anymore. 
But I worked with her and there was a lot of unlearning to do first. Of all the misconceptions and messages that I received that didn't serve her anymore. And then supporting her and empowering her and sharing with her and exchanging lots of voice notes back and forth. And she got to a place where she was just so lit up. And she actually was at a place in her life where she shared and said, Stephen, I'm actually having sex now because I want to have sex. And I'm having the sex that I want to have. Not just because my partner wants to have sex. And that's what I think I have to do as a woman. It, it lit me up and I was so excited, but I was also heartbroken because she's 35 years old and had been having sex because she thought she had to, and she was doing it for her partner's pleasure. There was another woman that reached out to me and it was a very different situation. She had been with her partner for 10 years and then the sex had just evaporated. And having those conversations about sex were awkward and uncomfortable. And there was a lot of blame and focus on her partner, what they did. So first of all, that step that's so important is refocusing on herself and understanding her sexual blueprint, where she had come from, the messages that were still there that blocked her from having that connection and having that rich, juicy, sexual relationship with her partner. But she was so focused on the external, like I've worn lingerie or if I could do this sexual position or if they just do that, then it would change things and it didn't. What changes when she did the work on herself and was able to step in confidently. And the shift was in not what she was doing, but how she was being, how she was showing up. And that completely altered things for her partner because her partner was used to butting heads with her in a particular way. But when she approached it from a very different place, her partner had to shift because he couldn't be the resentful, upset person and frustrated because his wife wasn't doing that. And then there was this beautiful moment where everything shifted and they began to talk and communicate and reinvigorate and, and have an amazing sex life. You may hear yourself in some of that, maybe not the specifics of it, but there was these common themes that were coming up again and again and again. And most recently, over the last month, I reached out to women saying, hey, I'm thinking about building this online course and I wanna make sure that I can support the people that I'm committed to supporting and making a difference with the most. So if you're struggling with your sex life, reach out to me. And I had these wonderful calls with women from around the world, from the UK, from the States, from Australia, from here in Canada. And these fabulous conversations took place and these women showed up, they were powerful, they were generous, they were vulnerable. What I saw emerge is these common themes of needing to do the self-work first, that healing, that self-awareness, that self-empowerment first, and then being able to have that communication and develop those skills and develop those chops at cultivating and co-creating, communicating the sexual relationship with your partner. The other thing that I was left with from these conversations was the need for community, women supporting women, being able to share and have a safe space to share their stories, to be heard, to laugh, to cry. Because there's so many common issues, so many common experiences. Now, again, the specifics may be different, but the women coming together was so beautiful in those navigating sex and sexuality events. And so there's this huge need for community. And all of that experience this year from the focus groups to the navigating sex and sexuality events to the sex life accelerator experience to the calls that I've had have helped me create this vision 
of an online program and a community where you can come and meet other amazing women who are on the journey to create the sex life of their dreams. Where you can unlearn all the messages of guilt of not being who you're supposed to be, the shame of who you are, and the fear of who you're destined to become. And unlearning that is so important. I have women reach out and, and they're like, I tried wearing sexy lingerie or doing this position or doing that or having conversations. It's all this external work. But if you haven't worked on that fundamental unlearning of that negative messaging, those negative ideals, those negative blocks that prevent you from having the type of connections, from expressing yourself, from having the freedom, from being empowered. If you haven't done that work, it's very difficult to build on top of that. Building a house on a foundation that is faulty eventually leads to that house falling down. So that's that unlearning part is so important. And then being able to understand and love and accept yourself, love the body that you're in right now, get in touch with how powerful you actually are and the fact that you are the source of great sex in your life. And doing all of this in a safe, confidential way where you have permission to show up exactly how you are right now. And I promise I'll make it fun. Listen, there'll be some hard work, some heavy emotional lifting, but I promise there'll be some fun. There's going to be some dancing, some dressing up, some levity to it all, because it doesn't always have to be this, this heaviness that we walk around with or that we have to, to deal with. And the promise that I have is that you'll go from feeling stuck and frustrated with your sex life to feeling confident and empowered as you unlearn messages of shame, guilt, and fear and learn how to uncover, to design, and to create the sex life that you deserve. And this course is going to be designed for women who are struggling. You know there's that sexual part of yourself that wants to come out and play, but you don't know how to set her free. The rough outline in my head begins by identifying your sexual blueprint, understanding why you are the way you are, and building that sexual self-awareness, and moving on to deconstructing the messages that no longer serve you, the beliefs that no longer serve you, and create new ones that support the type of connections that you want in your life. This effectively brings down the walls that you built to protect yourself smartly earlier on in your life, but now keeps you small and keeps you from having the sex and having that connection that you really want. Next, we're gonna work through developing your sexual self-esteem. This is where healing takes place, where you get to love and accept yourself right now as you are in this body at this moment. Whether you're walking, whether you're standing, whether you're sitting, right now, you loving and accepting yourself. And then moving into owning your sexual power, where you get to see how you are the source of great sex in your life. How previously you've unconsciously been attracting and repelling people, opportunities, connections, relationships, sex in your life. But now moving into sexual consciousness and how you can be 100% responsible for your sex life and have it be fun and easy. And then moving into discovering your authentic self-expression. Now that you've done all the work, you've done that sexual self-awareness, sexual self-esteem, sexual empowerment piece, now it's creating that with your partner, your partners, through communication, holding space, role-playing, games, physical awareness, and communication and support from your community. So you're unleashed in the world.
Oh yeah, and I'm not sure if I mentioned this, the course is gonna be called the Sex Life Unleashed Academy. Now I've successfully done this working one-on-one -on -one with dozens and dozens of women. And now I'm ready to bring it online and bring it to you. I can't stop thinking where the Sex Life Unleashed Academy and community dedicated to women transforming their sex life could lead us in one year, three years, and five years. Now that's what gets me really excited. It's the progress we would all make by working together with such a tight focus. But here's what I'm very clear on. To make this the best course possible, I need people like you. So if this resonates with you, and you're a woman who knows that there's that sexual part of you that wants to come out and play, but you don't know how to let her out, this is your time. I'm looking to work with a small group of people who will have the opportunity to get in at the ground floor and help co-create the course. You'll have an opportunity to help shape the course curriculum. And for those founding members, it will be at the lowest price ever offered. And you will continue to have lifetime updates as I continue to refine the course. And once the course will be formalized, the price will be increased for any future launches. So if this sounds like you and you want to be a founding member, let me know. Click on the link below in the show notes or go to sexlifeunleashed.com slash founding member and I'll get in touch with you and I'll let you know how you can become a founding member. I want you to join me as a founding member. Between now and the course launch, things will be happening fast and furious based on the ideas flowing back and forth between myself and the founding members. With all that said, what I'm clear about is how the Sex Life Unleashed Academy and community will serve all of us as we make progress towards empowering women actually creating the sex that they want. That's what excites me and has me waking up early with my mind racing a million miles a minute years from now we'll look back on this and say do you remember when and guess what that all can begin here today join me become a founding member all you need to do is click on the link below or visit sexlifeunleashed.com slash founding member and i will get in contact with you and you can become a founding member that's all for this week thank you for joining me and until next week remember the more we understand about ourselves and each other, the less we have to fear, the more love is here. So here's to happy days and living a sex life unleashed.